Chris. And I hope you realize that what we said this morning is just a tiny expression of hearts filled with gratefulness for how God has used Chris. And so I encourage you to express that individually to him uh, today and, and in the weeks to come. And as I said, our prayer and our hope is that Chris remains a huge part of the music ministry here. Well, this morning I would like you to take your Bibles and turn with me, if you would, to Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. This will actually be the third message out of this one passage of Scripture. Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30, a familiar passage that is absolutely filled with theology, with powerful thoughts for the Christian life. Jesus says, come to me. All who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, our first point this morning is a brief review. It's been two weeks since the second message and the third message in this one passage. We had Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. Pastor Ron preached two weeks ago. Then last week we had Sterling Gatling with us from the Gideons International. He gave our message last week. So I want to go back and just review those first two messages with you briefly so that we're all on the same page this morning. We are going to spend most of 2017 exploring what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. My prayer is that each of us will become more faithful disciples throughout this series, and my prayer is that every one of us will want to help others to deepen their commitment to our Savior. In the first message, the very first Sunday of January, we simply looked at the phrase, come to me. Jesus says, come to me. In fact, one of the greatest small phrases of discipleship in all of the Bible you saw it on the screen during our offering time, is follow me. That phrase is so important that in countries all over the world where the gospel is spreading to the nations, many of the believers who have come to Christ simply refer to themselves as followers of Jesus. They are Christ followers. Because Jesus says, Follow me. He says, come to me. And aren't you glad he says, come to me? He doesn't say, come to a set of do's and don'ts. He doesn't say, come to some rules and regulations. He doesn't say, come to my ceremonies and rituals. He doesn't say, come to my denomination. He says, come to me. There have been many books, and I'm not being critical here, but there have been many 
books, pamphlets, claiming to have found the secret to the Christian life. I've been a Christian quite a while, and there's only one secret to the Christian life, (laughs) and his name is Jesus. He is the secret to the Christian life. And Jesus invites anyone to come to him. Doesn't matter what your skin color is, doesn't matter what your economic background is, doesn't matter whether you're powerful or powerless, doesn't matter whether you have great influence or no influence, doesn't matter your ethnicity, doesn't matter your language, doesn't matter your national origin. Jesus says, anyone can come to me. And he says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. And I want you to understand this morning that the people he was talking to labored and were heavy laden. They were weary as some translations have. They were weary and full of burdens. The people that Jesus was speaking to were under the teaching of the scribes and the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who were telling them they not only needed to keep the law of Moses, but they added over 600 other man-made traditions and regulations and the people of Jesus' day were groaning under the burden of their teachers. They felt so heavy under that burden felt like they couldn't keep up, they couldn't measure up, and they lived their lives with shame and guilt. And Jesus says to them, come to me. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. And I'm glad he adds this, and I will give you rest. Well, on the second Sunday of January, we looked at the phrase, take my yoke upon you. This is a powerful gospel phrase in the Bible. Take my yoke upon you. Let my life be your life. Let my power be your power. Let my strength be your strength. The people that Jesus is talking to are a people who lived in an agricultural society and they would have on a regular basis seen oxen plowing in the field. And as I shared with you back then, it was very common for a farmer to put a strong ox with a weak ox. And the weaker one would draw from the strength of the stronger one. The one who had little ability would draw from the ability of the other one. The weaker one would learn from the stronger one. And Jesus says to us, take my yoke upon you. Come to me, know my salvation, know my strength, know my power, know my rest. And I shared with you that to be a disciple of Jesus means that we give up everything to Jesus. We give him our life, which has two major implications. The first implication is that we give Jesus the full weight of our sin. Now we know that at salvation, yes, I come to Jesus, I lay my sins at the cross, he cleanses me, I am forgiven of all my sins, my past sins, my present sins, my future sins. But folks, I want you to know that is not only true of your salvation, that is true every single day of your life. As we live the Christian life, living in times of confession and repentance and joy, 
of walking with him. He does not want us to carry the shame and guilt of past sins. They've been taken care of. They were taken care of at the cross, and so to be a disciple means you've taken your sin and you've given the full weight of that sin to Jesus. A second major implication. We constantly acknowledge that we obey him and live for him not in our own human power and strength. We cannot. We cannot obey him and we cannot live for him in our own human power and strength. So to be a disciple means that every day I acknowledge my complete inability to obey him and live for him in my own power and strength. The whole point of the Christian faith is that our best human efforts will never be good enough. It's all about him. The very thing Chris talked about. It's all about Jesus, about his life flowing through us. Us surrendering, yielding, submitting. Longing to walk with him, to have his life flowing through us. This is how I ended that second message. Praise God, he has already won the battle for us. Folks, we are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. The victory's already been won. The victory was won in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and now we simply are moving forward in the power of that victory that is already ours. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, this morning, let me tell you something wonderful. You do not have to measure up to the law because Jesus already measured up to the law for you. You do not have to try and earn God's favor because Jesus has already completely earned God's favor. You don't have to live a performance-based Christian life hoping that God will be pleased with you, trying to jump through certain hopes, excuse me, certain hoops, hoping that God will love you today. Oh, I want you to know he always loves you. I want you to know that Jesus is always pleased with you. You may not feel like that right now, but I want you to know that this morning that Jesus is always pleased with you because Jesus has already clothed you in his perfect righteousness. As I said a minute ago, the Christian life is dying to self and letting Christ live through me. Dying to self and letting Christ live through me. Dying to myself and letting Christ live through me. Oh, when God looks at you, he is not disappointed, but he sees you and delights in you. Right now, God sees you as a Christian and he delights in you. God doesn't delight in you because of your human efforts. He delights in you because of the shed blood of his son, Jesus Christ. That's why he delights in you. Well, that brings us to this morning's message, or to the content that I want to look at this morning. Our second point is learning from Jesus. The real beauty of this passage is not only do we give up all we have to Jesus, but Jesus gives up all he has to us. 
We not only give up all we have to Jesus, but Jesus gives up all he has to us. He gives us his life. He gives us his power so that we can, in him, in him, obey and please God. Now, I want to make something very clear this morning so that there are no misunderstandings. I'm not talking about living a passive Christian life. I don't just go home, sit on the couch, and say, okay, Jesus, live through me. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about the exact opposite. I'm talking about living a passionately obedient Christian life, but doing it in the power and strength of another. Passionately living an obedient Christian life, but doing it in the power and strength of another. In verse 29, Jesus says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. The word learn here is a fascinating word. It is actually a word that is translated in Matthew 28 with the phrase, make disciples. In Matthew 28, we know the Great Commission, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. The word from which we get the phrase, make disciples, is the exact same word from which we get the word, learn here. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. So I want you to understand, Jesus is not lowering the standards. He's not saying, oh, you can't keep the law, therefore I'll just give you a lower standard and you can relax and not live such a high life. No. Jesus is not only not lowering the standards, he's raising the standard. In Matthew 5:48, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Well, that's the standard. Perfection is the standard. That's what we're striving for. That's what we're yearning for and longing for, to be just like Jesus. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. But in our own power and strength, we will never, ever be able to live up to this standard. But in Jesus, we can. But in Jesus, we can. Jesus has kept the entire law perfectly. Jesus was tempted in every way and never gave in. Jesus faced severe trials but never failed. Jesus endured hunger and thirst and fatigue and all kinds of human weakness. But folks, he never failed. He never failed. Oh, this is what I want you to know so passionately this morning. His victory on the cross has become yours. His victory on the cross has become yours. And so he says to you, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Let me make you. Let me make you my disciple. And when you are yoked together with Jesus, learning to be his disciple, you will find rest for your soul. 
Let me say that again. When you are yoked together with Jesus, learning to be his disciple, you will find rest for your soul. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. He talks about rest twice, twice in the same passage. I want you to know this morning there is no other teacher in the history of the universe who can equate learning with complete and total rest. You know, when you're in college and you come back from summer break or you come back from Christmas break or you come back from spring break, you're not thinking, oh, can't wait to get back in those textbooks. Can't wait to study for those exams. Can't wait to write those papers. Can't wait to pull those all-nighters. Because that's when I really find rest. That's when I'm really at peace, is when I'm stressed out over my studies. No, we don't think that way. We don't learn that way. There's only one teacher in the history of the universe who says to us, Learn from me and you will find rest. Learn from me because I am gentle and lowly in heart. Folks, finally, finally, rest for your spirit. Rest for your mind. Jesus, Jesus gives us his ability to live for and obey God. Jesus gives us his ability to obey and please God. You know what the Christian life is? We are learning every single day, every minute of every day, to trust in Jesus and not in ourselves. Isn't that the heart and soul of who we are? Learning today on this 29th day of January, 2017, and tomorrow on the 30th and the next day on the 31st, learning every single day to trust in him and not in me. Slowly, surely in our Christian lives, we are resting in the yoke of Christ and learning to let him do what we've been trying to do for ourselves. Learning to let Jesus do through us what we've been trying to do ourselves. You know what we're trying to do? You know what we're seeking to do every single day? We're learning from Jesus to let go. To let go of the hectic, frenzied, stressful pace that we've been living. And letting Christ enable us and empower us. A true disciple of Jesus allows Christ to live through him and thereby brings great glory to God. You want to bring glory to God? You want to truly say, sincerely say, I want God to have all the glory? Then let Jesus live through you. Rest in him. Let his life become your life. Here is what it is. The Christian life is a life saturated with Jesus, the one who is giving us his grace 
moment by moment, day by day, so that we are doing everything in him. Let us be obsessed with allowing our lives to be saturated with Jesus, who gives us his grace moment by moment, day by day, so that we are doing everything in him. You say, Pastor Tim, how far are you going to take this? Well, I'm going to take it as far as it'll go. I want to take this theological truth, this biblical truth, and take it as far as it can go. Every single prayer we pray, every single step we take, every single thought we think is intended to be saturated with Jesus. We allow him to take over. We allow him to take over every area, every part of our lives. The great Protestant reformer Martin Luther once said this about this very passage, Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. Luther said, Here the bottom falls out of all merit, all powers and abilities of reason, and it all counts as nothing before God. Christ must do and must give everything. I want you to think about that last sentence. Christ must do and must give everything. In Matthew eleven twenty five, Jesus says this. I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. These very truths that we're talking about this morning. He has hidden them from the wise and learned who trust in themselves and has revealed them to little children, to those, to those with childlike faith. So, this morning I say to you, no matter how much influence you have in this life, no matter how much money you have in this life, no matter how well educated you may be, God wants you to come to the end of yourself and trust completely in Christ for your salvation and for your sanctification, for your Christian life every single moment of every single day. Now, I don't want you to misunderstand me. There's nothing wrong if God has blessed you with money. Some of you have been blessed with great influence. Some of you have been blessed with great intellects and perhaps have advanced academic degrees. Nothing wrong with that. But no matter who you are and what your background is, whether you are very well-educated or had very little education. The goal is to die to self and to let Jesus live through us. Let me sum up this whole message this way. When we stop trying to do everything on our own and start letting Christ and his yoke do it through us, he will accomplish things through us we never dreamed we could do. When we stop trying to do everything on our own and start letting Christ and his yoke do it through us, he, 
He will accomplish things through us we never dreamed we could do. Do you ever long for that? For God to accomplish more through you than you've ever asked or imagined, than you ever thought you could do. Please notice carefully the last verse, verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Thank you, Jesus, for that verse. Thank you, Lord, for that verse. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I will confess to you this morning I haven't always felt that way in my Christian life. So many times over the years I've felt frazzled and frenzied. Good intentions. I'll read my Bible more. I'll pray more. I'll go to church more. I'll serve more. And sometimes just get so stressed out feeling so inadequate and have come to realize Tim was trying to do the whole thing. He was trying to do it in his power and his strength. I want to do something a little different this morning. I want you, if you would, just to close your eyes and bow your heads with me. Would you do that this morning? I just want us to sense this morning the reality that we are in the presence of the Lord you do that, let's just quietly come into his presence. And I want to ask you something, and I want you to be honest, not with me, but with God. Right now, as you sit here this morning, do you feel weary? Do you feel stressed out? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you ever feel like you never catch up? Like you're always behind? Oh, I pray that we, being yoked together with Jesus, would learn to live the Christian life passionately, but to do it in the power and strength of another to do it in the power and strength of Jesus. God, help us to yield to him, to surrender to him, to submit to him, to rest in him. Oh, I pray that you would take your many burdens and give them to him and let his life his power, his strength be yours and to flow through you to those in your life, to those you love most. Heavenly Father, help us to rest in Jesus to let his resurrection, victorious life live through us. 
Oh, this morning, Jesus says to every single person here, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And we pray these things in Jesus' matchless name. Amen.